The artist's brain is an independent variable. When brought into the everyday world, their senses find meaning in even the most mundane observations. The reaction must only be told by the artists themselves. I'm Loverboy, and this is an experiment. Today's guest is a producer and a songwriter who is absolutely taking over the industry in both America and internationally, with huge success on his artist project and now a number one selling album in Korea. He is soon to be a household name, and no one loves Pink more than this man. Please welcome today's guest, Pink Slip. Wow, bro. Thank you for that. <laughs> How are you, man? Good, bro. So good. Thank you for having me by your studio. This like, place is absolutely killer. Thank you so much for coming. Always. The last time we saw each other was at my old spot. Yeah. It's been uh, two years. Yeah, it's it's crazy how time flies. When you just walked in, I'm like, dude, I, I haven't seen you in dude. since 2019. It's it's unbelievable. Crazy, and we've kept in touch. Yeah, it's a hard city to be with people as much as you'd like, but it's a great city to meet people and stay connected and make friends. Well, it's crazy just to be. I mean, there's like 10 million people here. Yeah. So it's like you know you can meet someone new every single day for how many how many years goes into 10 million, but. <laughs> Too much math. Oh, too, way too much. Dude, this, yeah. yeah, it's well, and that's the whole point of this podcast is I want people to realize is everybody walking by you is either an opportunity to grow mm-hmm. or an opportunity to learn something new or get better at what you what you do, your art. Um, so with that, today's episode is about how the people you surround yourself with, you know, affect your art and the way mm. you go about your life. And you surround yourself with a lot of incredible people. How would you say that over the past few years of being in L.A., those people have affected the way that, that you do your music? I'm so lucky. Like, all my friends are so talented and so and so giving and cool. And it's like, the, the way that I make music these days is only with friends and with, with collaborators. Like, I started making music in my parents' basement when I was, you know, 12 and I didn't know anybody else who made music. I had friends at the time, you know, but I did, none of them made music. So it went from, you know, years of making music by myself and growing as a producer and, and writer and becoming in a position where every single day someone is someone new is, is over here. And every day, some of it's like different walks of life. It's like, I have like, you know, friends from like local Los Angeles friends or people from all around the world come in, producers, songwriters, videographers, stylists, artists. I mean, I'm looking at the wall. Trumpet players. Uh, yesterday, I had a steel drum player in here the other day, like shredding. So, you know, it's like I feel like the environment that you create for yourself to to make music or make any art is important, and it's very it's very important. Like the the physical surrounding, you want to be comfortable and inspired, but even more important than that is the, is the the people that are with you. So, like, you know, I would rather make music in a garage with no AC and some cr- crappy speakers that, that barely work or whatever with my best friends because the vibe's great than be in some spaceship studio that costs a million dollars and people that we don't connect with who you're around is everything you know did you always know that or would you say it's taken you know opportunities like this yeah. in order to figure that out i think every day that goes by i realize how important it is because every day that goes by i realize how how much i learn from other from other people you know mm-hmm. like I went from making music just by myself for so long that now that I'm lucky enough to have all these talented people around me, like, I literally can't believe like how talented everyone is and how much I absorb from me. You know what I mean? Does it change the way you go about making your music? Oh, for sure. For sure. Because like I was saying, like every day someone new's in. So mm-hmm. if any day I'm not as inspired as I could be, 
someone with new energy is coming in and it's like the the amount of like variables and randomness that's added by new people coming in and out is there's never going to be a, a day where we're not going to make something awesome. You and it's never I mean? going to be boring. It's never going to be boring. Would you say that a lot of the genres that you're working on now are because of the people you're working with? Oh, totally. Like in, in about an hour, there's an artist named Death by Roman coming through. Super cool up-and-coming artist. Um, she's putting out a single in like a month that we did together. And the single is the first day we met like six months ago. She comes through with this like energy where she's got like covered in tattoos. Like she got this like gothic energy. She listens like heavy metal punk, like just scary, crazy yeah. stuff. And I'm I'm like I'm just a dude. Like I'm not, I'm not wearing like she comes in with like crazy face paint and like nails that are like six inches long and like cra- cra- like just all black, insane. And I'm like, you know. I might not listen to punk music or make much metal music, but she comes in and she's telling me about the music that she inspires her. And that day we made a crazy metal song and I would have never done that. We're about to go probably do the same thing or something similar today. Right. But then yesterday my, my friend Mikey's in and he's like a folk artist. Mikey Ferrer's got a song we did together coming out soon. And he's, you know, he comes with this energy where he, you know, he wants to keep it stripped back acoustic guitar, whatever. Like I don't even play acoustic guitar, but I'm like, Cool. It's, it's like let, if that's gonna inspire you, then let's like let's combine your inspiration with whatever I do or whatever everyone else can do. So, yeah, I mean that's how I, that's how I like making music, where it's just like pe- different people come in and kind of spark off things that you would never think of, you know. Well, and you started as a an artist. Would you say that these opportunities and getting to be around all these people is what's made you want to work with more people and become Definitely. the producer? Definitely, because when I was working on my artist project as Pink Slip. I felt like in a box in such a way where I can only, you know, I set a a brand and whatever you have to have to as an artist. And I just felt so constricted with what tempo or style or whatever. Now, like, since I've stopped working on my artist project, I just produce for others. I've made like jazz and Latin music and metal and EDM and pop and hip hop. And it's just like, I could never put out a jazz song or, or a hip, I, I can never explain there's like uncharted waters and i always feel like when creating as soon as you do something or start something that you've done before give up because you're not going to be inspired for the next step the most inspiring moments in the creation process the most exciting parts at least for me is like the moments that you feel like you've never been there before like you're just in totally uncharted waters and you're up into the water like literally into like you're you can't you can barely you're like in the deep end you have no idea where you are and sometimes you just kind of black out and you come out a few hours later like what the hell just happened and you have this amazing song that would have never happened you know it's just like oh it's addicting it's It's, literally addicting yeah it's a it's a weird feeling when you do something that you didn't know that you could do prior yeah um especially with somebody who you never worked with who you've never had this experience with the whole entire situation relies on you being able to connect with somebody and hoping that they can connect with you as well Mm -hmm. and in exchange that energy and the the musical talents and the musical inspiration who are some of your inspirations wow i i you know i grew grew up listening to a lot of music before i made music i just was a big like listener now i Mm -hmm. I make more than i listen to um but i grew up listening to a lot of new school and old school. So at the time, and still up to this day, Kanye is probably one of my biggest inspirations. But if you go back in time, 10 years before that, maybe Red Hot Chili Peppers, you could say it was one of my biggest. Oh, yeah. If you go 10 years before that, into the 80s, maybe Michael Jackson. You go 10 years before that, into the 70s. I was about to say the Beatles, or or I was about to say um, 
Motown stuff, that's more 60s. But I, you know, I take inspiration from a lot. And I find recently that the inspiration I have to pull is, is because it has to be more and more eclectic because mm-hmm. I don't like get off as a listener. Yeah. <laughs> Just listening to like a lot of normal music because I make so much music. It has to be more extreme for me to like be able to be inspired by things. But you know, I get inspired outside of music too. Like even, you know, I'll go to museums or go like look, just look at architecture and go drive around or go, go just go on hikes in the hills. And I mean, pe- people outside of music inspire me just going out and going to a party and hearing stories about someone's life or what the relationship or blah, blah, blah. And I come back and I like write a song about it. And like when you were just saying uh, before the conversation, how there's so many people here that you so can many. run into somebody new 10 times a day, every day you live here. You run into a, a th- you can meet a thousand people a yeah. day here for free your whole life. It's not, you know what I mean? It's crazy. And there's like nowhere else you can do that. Yeah. I, at least here you can throw a stone and there's going to be somebody that has creative energy that you could use yeah. or a story that, that you could listen to and, and gain inspiration yeah. from. What, uh, what situations have you put yourself in since being out in LA where you feel like you've kind of, you know, been in an uncomfortable situation and dug your way out of it? Hmm. Well, I find that the more time I've spent here and the more time I've made music with new people, as in doing new sessions every day, the easier it is to acclimate and kind of be comfortable. Mm-hmm. But moving here was hard because every day is a new day. And I don't know, do they like me? Do they not like me? Are we making good music? It's like, it's very vulnerable to meet new people and just immediately start creating art with them and, and be open. I feel like the more I've done it, the less... I felt that way and it just becomes more and more natural. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of specific situations where I have been uncomfortable. Well, it could even and, just be sessions. Yeah. Just like with, you were talking about with the girl who came in where it was a very different energy yeah. and vibe than you have ever worked with. Yeah. And, and for the kid out there who's listening, who wants to be in your position and Pink Slip's position one day, go do it. Go fucking just just do it as many times as you can. Like he's telling you guys right now, sometimes you got to keep going through it in order for mm-hmm. it to start feeling comfortable. I think that's what's most important, right? Just keep doing it. And there's a really kind of magical thing about making music when you're absolutely comfortable with someone. Like you can be like naked in front of somebody mm-hmm. in a way creatively and not be judged whatsoever. And I've tried to, you know, outside of the people here with, we're coming kind of back to the environment. I try to make this studio as like, as comfortable as as possible. Where like you know, even you know the the part of town we're in is like very secluded. We're like in Hollywood Hills and Beachwood Canyon, and it's like peaceful. It's quiet. It's nice. You you know, even the park here you have to go through one gate to enter the front yard. Then you have to go through another gate to enter the living room, and you have to go through another door to go through into the studio. It's like and it's like I've always kind of looked at that as being like there's kind of like three walls mm-hmm. of like any outside force to, you know what I mean like yeah, totally. there's like a sense of like there's like bl- three blankets around and any artist that comes through here like that know they're just like comfortable and I just feel like that's already such a good first step and then just having like you know just just, just like organically just like getting to know someone before you make music is just like so it's just makes everyone just like more at home and at ease and makes things easy you know well from my experience one of your talents I mean obviously you you were an incredible musician and and producer but one of your talents is having the ability to have somebody feel comfortable when they step in the mm-hmm. room and that's as a producer that's massive that's yeah. if not that that's possibly the the most important part dude and that's how i look about with what i do is what i what i can't do <laughs> it's like i'm the type of producer where like i'm not actually great at anything like 
like I have all these instruments in here. Like I play some, but I'm not like shredding. Mm-hmm. Like as a writer, like I write some, but I'm not a wordsmith. As a singer, like I like I, like I I can't sing. Like I can't even hold a tune. Like as a mixer, like I'm not like the best mixer. Like I'm really not that great at anything. I'm like okay at just enough to put songs together. But I think what's amazing about collaborating is that I have friends that are like incredibly talented what they do is like so talented like, i almost can't even believe that they're that good like yeah. like i might have an idea for a guitar part and i'm not going to execute it as well as my guitarist friends like I, my homie drew DeCaro or kyle come through and i'm like yo and there's the shredders and they one take the entire song or like you know i i might not have uh the sonic expertise to mix a song like rob can but i can be like yo rob let's work on a song together so like the other day we had like eight people in here like incredible and everyone's so specialized in what they do where it's like oh amelia you're the you're the melody singer like oh um lucas you're the keys player uh dylan you're the guitar player um anthony you're like the lyricist and it's like this it was like built a team out so i guess i guess with what i do that's like i'm not actually if you were looking at it as a team i'm not really that athletic and not that creative any like position but if you're looking at like a basketball team for example i might like be a better coach than an actual player on the court. You're and a producer. I, yeah. I'll let the artist and the musician and everyone, they'll be the players and the, they'll be the, they're the athletes. And I just help people get their idea, communicate their ideas out of the speakers or whatever they want. You know what I mean? So how would you, how would you guide somebody who wants to be where you're at to, to start going in, into positions where they can, they can work with people and they can right. get better at what they do? Well, I would say just don't be shy. You know, if you want, if you're making music and you want to start collaborating more, you know, a manager friend of mine told me a few years ago, closed mouths don't get fed, which always resonated with me. Like, if you want to go work with people and you want to meet new friends and collaborate, like, tell someone or tell everybody, hey, I want to do, I I remember reaching out when, when I was like 18 on SoundCloud, putting up remixes and everything. And I would send the remix to a hundred producers that I wanted to work with. And then 50 of them may, might open it. And then 25 of them may respond. And out of the, and out of those, half of those people may even continue conversation. And half of the, so you narrow it down and like maybe out of a hundred people you reach out to, maybe only one person wants to, is, is even interested in being a friend or working. And that's all it takes sometimes. That's all it takes, right? This stuff takes time. It doesn't happen Patience. overnight. Yeah. But if you love it enough that this is what you're going to do for your life and you're going to surround yourself with the correct people to push you, you might be sitting in the same chair as Pink Slip one day. That's it. And it's, it's, it really is 10,000 hours too, yeah. isn't it? You can't cheat that. No, no. I mean, you can never cheat that. Well, Kyle, this has been absolutely incredible. And I'm so happy to have you on the podcast. And I think there's a lot of people who can learn from you and, and hopefully be in a position that you're at one day. Well, thank so, you so much for having me, brother. Thank you for coming on the podcast and Cheers. to everybody listening. Hey, I'm Pink Slip and this is an experiment. Experience is the experiment.